Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. You know what? I need a new intro. I can't say it no more because never since you said it, now I'm conscious <laughs> and I don't want to say it no more. Do you think, man? It's a, you know, just like the branding thing goes, man. It's a recognizable voice and a recognizable phrase. I was just joking, though. No, I just, I'm going to come up with something different. You ready? All right. Surprise me. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, man, woman, child, or beast, welcome to yet another episode of. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. It's like episode 32, I think. 33, uh, 32. Uh, look, shit, 31, 31. We in the dirty 30s. Yep. So this week, man, listen, we got relationships. We got sports. We got TV. We got movies, um, music, whatever you want. We got it for you. So we're going to hit about everything. So, But before I get going, I'm not solo. This is not a one-man show. This show would be nothing without my man, 50 Grand, Exec P on the left. Exec P, holler at the people. What's going on, man? How's your week, man? Stress. Oh, shit. One thing, one thing. We forget. Uh, we missing uh, Mr. Prez. He out of town, but he will be on the call later. So, yeah, that's that, man. We, we potting from abroad again. You know, everybody in different places. We're just trying to show y'all our range. See, this is an international part. You're getting people from all over the world. Hey, we be, you know, we do business, too, man. We got to go from state to state, country to country. You know how we do. ETDY. Yeah, he he gone. <laughs> he on you got you got to make it. You got to make it sound it sound like good. Like yeah, sexy, he, you know? he on here in the states he right in the now. States handling some G fourteen classified. classified. I'm talking about this is some old Jack Re- Reacher type shit. <laughs> Anyways, how was your week, man? My week was crazy, but it's just starting, so I don't really know just yet. Uh shoot. I'll just recap since we last been on, man. Uh, Thanksgiving was amazing. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jazz Soul Kitchen, man. But yeah, man, Thanksgiving was amazing. We spent that four-day weekend. Uh, thought we was going to hit some Christmas markets out here in Germany and or travel down somewhere. But, man, we were just like, man, we just want to sit our asses down and, and recalibrate after all the traveling we were doing. Yeah, you ever noticed, though, man? So for all my other people who are in the States, y'all may not understand this. You may think we sound bougie or that I'm trying to sound grand when I say this. But when you've been in Germany for so long, some of the stuff that excites other people at this point in my tour, no longer excites me like it once was. So therefore, I'm not trying to break my neck to go to every Christmas market because I don't been to just about every damn Christmas market you can go to. Yeah, at this point, I'm just hitting up the ones that I really thought were were great. Were dope, and yeah, the redos. And then for me, it's like the kids have gotten older, so now they have a whole different appreciation for Christmas and the spirit and all that, you know, you know, the decorations and all that stuff. So now I have to kind of take them out and get back in the spirit and not let myself you know kind of yeah you have to do that man them out, you, you have know? to do that man but you, hey you know what though coming up real soon we will we will part before this happens but next week a big week in the hudson household man oh yeah man the big uh three seven no no That's not what no, we talking we, about no we ain't talking about that you ain't have, you ain't have to bring that up at all you know oh no um, I, I, hey, man. there's no proof of that hey man look man you blessed, listen you blessed it to i'm blessed i, I can't i can't age. front next week yeah i do hit another another year of life but guess what ladies and gentlemen children of all ages you know what's crazier than having one teenager oh 
Oh yeah, having two. The twins turn thirteen. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna try to do so. They mom, man, she's so cold blooded when it comes to birthdays with them. She always make them feel so special. Like they'll wake up and she'll have balloons and and stuff and confetti and you know that's not really my thing as a dude. That's not really like a dude thing to do. Same here. But I'm gonna make a shot for it because it's their thirteenth, man. Like that's a big birthday. You gotta do a big man. Any uh so, any new 13 year old things you're gonna allow them to do like uh i don't know do they have cell phones do they have no anyway no ain't no cell phone oh yeah y'all leaving next no, year so ain't no, cell no, phones. Need, no need to get that we, we probably will get them when we get to the states because you know at this point in the world you kind of need cell phones but um for their birthday present um once again they, they don't listen so i ain't gonna worry about it fine <laughs> um they've been rocking with their ipads for like Four years now. Oh, okay. They got iPad ones. Yeah, they got they got um first generation app, Apple seeds. Like, I don't even know if it's an <laughs> iPad. It's it's it's, it's, it's a D pad. So you know, what I'm saying I went and cop them two brand new iPads. Okay, okay, you know, what I'm saying they gonna bring in thirteen in style. Yeah, I gotta commend you because you ain't one of them. I don't even say it's a ghetto parent. I just say it's one of them parents that's just rude. That you know just. You know, they fit in Christmas and December birthdays, sometimes January birthdays all in one to be like, this is your Christmas present and your birthday present. Yeah, that's that's messed up. That's and I think the only reason they don't get that is because my birthday is December 15th. So I've been victimized. Oh, you, you be damned. I've happen. been victimized for so many years. <laughs> I refuse to do my kids that Mine's way. Mine's is late January and I used to get that. Oh, oh, I'm so glad you said that. I used to get that. I know we so off topic, y'all, but just stay with me. Cash, I got a call. What was it? Maybe a night, maybe two nights ago, middle of the night, by one o'clock in the morning. Guess who called me? Was it friend? Hell no. You know it wasn't friend. Friend don't call nobody. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> when it came out to friend calling, no, oh, we got no sounds. That's oh, trash. Yeah, we got the pads. It's on. all good. But so, anyways, I get a phone call and I see the wife's name. So, of course, I got to answer because I'm like, something must be up. I answered the phone, and you know what she said? What's that? So she's the most gorgeous black, most gorgeous black woman you ever seen. Oh, I'm like, huh? She's but like, you, you did caveat, except for I my wife. I did caveat. She's, but you know, she completely missed that part of it. She says, oh, so she's the most gorgeous woman you ever seen. So, so bring the people back to so they can get understand the gist of, of where you're coming from. So with this we were talking about TV shows a couple pods ago, you know. And we were talking about Godfather Holland, which we will discuss here shortly. And I told Cash, I don't know if y'all seen it, but his wife on that show. Bumpy Johnson. Bumpy Johnson's wife. My exact phrase was, other than my wife. Key word, other than. She is like the most gorgeous black woman I've ever seen. Because she is a very attractive young lady. Still not as attractive as my wife. Winter Sharee Hudson. I'm going to go whole thing. Don't no confusion. <laughs> I need you to hear your whole government. Because who knows? She be listening to episodes randomly. You know what I'm saying? And she happened to catch that one. And out of the whole episode, we ain't talking about nothing else. Yeah, I'll be letting it loose sometimes. And then I'll but be realizing like, oh, you, you listen. It'd be like weeks later. I'd be like, damn, we done did three podcasts since then. But. So yeah, and so she called me in the middle of the night like, oh. Okay, so I thought we was going to have a long conversation. She's like, okay, you can go out to bed. I just want to make sure that I heard you correctly. Oh, checking you from abroad. From man. abroad, bro. Anyways, man, look, look as I digress, we, we, we down here just kind of shooting this shit, man. Hey, how y'all week been? Oh, for real? That's crazy. Mm. 
Dang. That's right, man. Hey, get through what you got to get through. Don't let this holiday season ruin you. Don't spend money that you don't have. Please, because half y'all ain't got none. Yeah. So don't sweat the small stuff. Don't create no no more debt. You know, if you have a plan to pay something off, pay it off. Then then getting the gifts. People just want to have your presence. So let's let's get down to it. We'll be right back after the commercial break. And we're going to get back to the norm and get back into the world of sports. Cash, I mean, yeah, I know, I know where you're going with this. Cash, listen, there's a lot of things happening in sports. Let's go over week, week, uh, the last week that just passed. Let's we, skip last week. No, let's, let's just, skip. Let's no, skip. no, 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 ain't no skipping. Oh, ain't no we skipping. Gotta skip it. Can we pull the scores? Though? Can you please move this from the screen so I can make sure I'm reading them accurately? All right. Well, let's. Uh, I don't. I think my mouse is stuck here. Oh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Oh, there we go. So last week, man, some big games. First off, the Thanksgiving games. You had the Chicago Bears facing the Detroit Lions. Man, I thought Detroit was going to pull it off. They jumped out quick. They had the backup quarterback. Everything was going good. And guess what? Chicago still found a way to win. Chicago won the game 24-20. to Buffalo and Dallas. Bruh. At the time, at the time, I was pretty excited about that loss, man. At the time, but uh, the Dallas Cowboys are horrible, but the NFC East may just be worse because Buffalo goes into Dallas and gets the win. New Orleans at Atlanta. Atlanta won that first game. New Orleans said, "Hey, let me remind you." Yeah, who, who I am? Who 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 you thought I was? How about the Cincinnati Bengals getting their first win? Yeah, Shout out to getting off the hey, Can we please talk? Bring the Bengals guy. Didn't we have a Bengals guy before? Yeah, we did, man. And we he were... said a lot of stuff was gonna happen. Yeah, didn't, I mean, you and, know, he got all types of excuses, but and it is what it got, is. Shout out to JB. They got one win. Friend of the park. Well, he ain't a friend of the Bengals, though. So, Bengals beat the Jets. Jets, you should feel ashamed of yourself. Tennessee, blast Indianapolis. I didn't expect to see that happening. Um, Green Bay beats the Giants. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, that's the Bengals fan right there. But he copped the DSC hoodie, so he good okay, in my book. Okay, all right. You know what? I appreciate him for that. He good in my book. So and the, uh, the Colts beat the the Titans. Yeah, no, we the Titans beat the Colts. Okay, Titans beat cool. the Colts. Then we over Green Bay beats New York. Yeah, as expected. Yeah, Cleveland beat Pittsburgh, which was interesting because you no, know I mean, excuse me, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh beat Cleveland, which was interesting because that was the the helmet gate. And then wasn't it? Weren't they on their third string, fourth fifth string? string quarterback? The Cleveland Browns need to fire their coach immediately. They should not never hire him. He had no, no coaching he had experience, no, experience. no nothing. Washington Redskins beat Carolina. So all these Carolina fans was like, Kyle Allen is our guy. Kyle Allen. Might want to rethink that now. Yeah, you definitely want to rethink that. Kyle Allen's horrible. Tampa Bay, Jacksonville. Hey, (laughs) I told you we finna go on a streak, didn't I? Didn't I tell you? Somebody look for our clothes because Tampa Bay is streaking. What's y'all record right now? Five and seven. Oh, okay. Same record as the Eagles. Yeah, we'll get to the Eagles here shortly. Baltimore. Beat San Fran. That was a hell of a ball game. Yeah, man. man that, if Lamar Jackson stays healthy, my well, man, he may be the best quarterback ever. ever. Yeah, this still. still I early. was well, I was worried, and I know my man who loves the, the Ravens who we had on not too long ago. I know he is probably just as gassed up beaming, as one can be. Beaming. Um, shout out to him. Make sure we get down for that acting stuff. I'm, I'm still serious about that. Um, but I thought Lamar took a little too many hits. Yeah, yeah, especially when you get up big. Like, well, they weren't they weren't up big, but I mean, he he that's how he runs. He runs, and that's his run style. But he has <clears> the <throat> body to 
I think he has the body type to sustain it. I don't think there's a body type to sustain hits and the people from the people in the NFL because them dudes some big old dudes. No, what I mean by like if it was like Michael Vick, it's certain other quarterbacks that sure. can't take can't yeah. take that uh that punishment, but. He seems to be doing pretty well with it overall, though. Like I feel you. You know what I'm saying? That game, you was just going to get hit it if you get out the pocket I feel too you. much against San Fran. So then you got L.A. beating Arizona. No surprise there. Denver beating the Chargers. The Chargers' disappointing season just continues on. What about? Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. He is terrible. Phillip Rivers. He's talk, like, he like, you know what? He's trash. Just fire me, man. Just he he me says, if Eli not in the game, I don't want to be in the game either. Yeah, I think he just throwing throw the season just so he can get traded somewhere. Hey, you remember all that talk they had in the beginning of the season, how the New York Giants thought they had their quarterback of the future and, Derry, and Daniel Jones? That one game where they didn't have tape on him, he and came he and came showed, and showed out. out. happened to be against damn Tampa and we missed a field goal. We're not going to talk about that. Yep, yep. But New England, he, check this out. Dope G-Wiz fact. The only two quarterbacks that beat Tom Brady have been – Two African American quarterbacks. Not that that makes a difference, but I still think it's a dope fact. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, look, man, shit has finally hit the fan in New England. It ain't like oh, the house is on fire or anything like that. By no means, in you my can't opinion. be a ten and two. But my thing is, they don't look like a ten and two that's going to beat anybody that is Super Bowl bound. See, the problem is you got Tom Brady sit throwing for three hundred twenty six yards, so. You can't say age hey, is slowing you down when you when you actually when I look at the numbers you are the third highest passer for the for that day golf through for four twenty four good God right I mean but Houston shout out to Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans and then the Monday night game was a great one as the Seattle Seahawks beat the Minnesota Vikings and let me tell you what's the coldest part of that game did you see the new edition touchdown celebration oh man yeah that's probably that's that was one probably of the, the better ones of the year coldest. Celebrations I've ever seen. Stop, they didn't stop with the with the first moves. They hit the little. They spin hit the back spin around, the turn, everything. Yeah, man, that was like pretty you dope. know, Bobby Brown probably wanted to get some money off that. But any, anyways, so now, oh, I forgot. There's two more games. Um, oh, the pad's not on. I wish the pad was on tonight because I really would love to talk about. This would be a great time for me to press the button where to say the Raiders. <sighs> Lord, forty to nine. Prayers. You, 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 look, y'all wait. No, I'm, look, I'm gonna place your race. Who am I? Look, 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 we had this little deal. You know, we won the game. You know, um, but he you give 14 us, and 2. We going to 14 and 2. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Um, and then he tell me, wait, wait, do we play them cheese in a couple weeks? That little deal that we're going to win that game. They got the doughs blowed off them. And you know what he'd say if he was here. what he say? Who got the best record out of all three of our teams? Yeah, he would say that. Um, but you got a one game lead on that there, brother. Because um, that ain't looking too hot. Um, the, playoff, the playoff stand is they they're in they, eighth. They're in eighth. So they right there, man. They're, they're not far off from from sliding in there. To be honest with you, yeah, they're not gonna make it. I don't think they're gonna make it, but it's not out the realm of possibility. I, I have to admit that because that uh, don't go down, please. To NFC, yeah. So, so we win the tiebreak. Look, Tampa. Listen, you remember that movie Dumb and Dumber? So you're telling me there's a chance? So Tampa Bay. At five and seven, wins the tiebreaker over Philly based on best win percentage in conference games. Division tiebreaker was initially used to eliminate Carolina. Tampa Bay wins tiebreaker over Carolina on best win percentage in division games. Listen, so basically what you're telling me is. Are you saying there's a chance? There's a chance. Now, do I think it's going to happen? Hell to the norm. Nah. Um, Because the teams that's ahead of us, 
the wild cards is the San Francisco 49ers at yeah. 10 and 2. And the damn Vikings. And the Vikings and at 8 and 4. Then you got the Ram the Rams will lose and the Bears will lose. We'll mess around and finish seventh. Yeah, I think that that's something that is very possible. I mean And the problem with that is, did that mean we resign James Winston? I hope it don't. But it probably it probably will. They probably they probably give uh him and a franchise. Arians another another year together. I feel like get it right. I so, mean oh oh the Dolphins play the game this week too. Yeah. Uh Okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna shut up and you explain to our listeners how the Philadelphia Eagles, two years removed from a Super Bowl, lost to the Miami Dolphins. Um, there's, there's, there's no, no there's excuse. No, there's no explanation. There's there's no explanation whatsoever. I took this. I, I, you know what it is, man. Talk to me. Nobody took this game seriously. I didn't take the game seriously. I didn't even watch it live. I was over. I was out somewhere doing some other things, handling some business. But I was following it on my phone as I was driving around and making some moves. And I just knew how we jumped out to that big, you know, ten. Yeah. Lead. I was like, okay, this this should be cancel Christmas. We gonna put some points up, go up about twenty by half. And Dallas lost. We about to take. We about to cover yeah, some Dallas, ground. We about to cover some ground. Dallas got to pay the Bears next, and then we we got the jump. I'm thinking all these things about to happen. All these playoff scenarios to where we could win the division. And then Dallas was like, here you go. And we was like, nah, we don't want it. And then Dallas probably again with Chicago going to lose. Nah, nah, we don't want it. And then we're going to lose to the Giants. I mean, like, like at this point, man, when your team is doing this bad and losing to the Dolphins, it, it, what else What else can you What else can you say? You can't say. It's just the, it's the defense. It's the quarterback. It's, it's everything. Coaching, it's everything. It's nothing you can really pinpoint. And Him and Nick Foles both looked horrible. I thought Nick yeah, Foles looked great personally. Two, Two three weeks ago, I just I came to the realization like, yo, we just not that good. And if we happen to creep in the playoffs, it'd probably be one and done. You yeah, know? I mean, so we're looking that way. But mean, what's the schedule like for next week? Maybe we can get some more positive vibes over next week's schedule. We ain't gave picks and predictions in weeks. I know, cause you know nobody want to be held accountable to their picks. You know, what I I'm do. Saying? People get you know swindling their way through here. So 14. we got week 14, man. So we got four, four games left. So you got Dallas at Chicago. To me, that's a must win for Dallas because I want Tampa Bay to slide in. I'm hoping the Chicago Bears lose. Yeah, I'm hoping Chicago loses as well. I so still I'm want a chance. pulling for Dallas. Um, let's see. You pulling at, for Dallas or you pulling for Dallas. Chicago? Okay. Dallas losing does nothing for me. Okay. Chicago losing helps gets them out the wild card. So you got Carolina at Atlanta. I got Atlanta winning that game. Baltimore at Buffalo. That's gonna be a tough game. Buffalo ain't no slouch. No, no. Um, but however, comma man. exclamation point, Baltimore will win. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I, I, weather don't matter. They play in similar climates. I think. I think this is a Baltimore. Cincinnati, game. Cleveland. This is the game Freddie Kitchens gets fired because the oh he gonna Cincinnati lose. The Bengals, Bengals, the Bengals beat the Browns. Win. Washington at Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, same here. Detroit at Minnesota. I wish Min- I wish Detroit could win. I hope they can win. They probably not gonna win. No, they not, man. They don't hey, have that's no, a, hey, that's no. a that's a that's a that could be an NFC championship preview right there. New New Orleans and San Fran? Possibly. I Possibly. think I think San Fran takes their third loss. I think it'll be San Fran and Seattle, to be honest with you. It depends on how the seeding breaks out. But uh if if that was a possibility. So who you got winning? San Fran or New Orleans? I got San Fran winning that one. I got New Orleans. Miami at New York. I got Miami. I got New York. Indianapolis at Tampa. I'm going to go with Tampa. I mean, I'm sorry. I, even though I think Indianapolis is a hell of a team, I got to go with Tampa. 
I'm gonna have to say I agree with you. First off, ladies and gentlemen, a good game. I just want to since y'all know some prayers. I hope you're listening. Like he agreed with me and he picked Tampa, which means we must be doing something better because <laughs> they would never they would never do this in never, the past. Never, never, no. So, but you, you guys are playing a little bit better now, and, I think and you remember prayer said, "Oh, everybody shoot Tampa on this because hey, Chicago's win." <laughs> No, Sorry, no, you know, five and seven is five. You know, being yeah. five and seven myself, it'll humble you real quick. Yeah, and mind you, please understand something. I know five and seven is not a great record, but I look at our games that we lost. We shouldn't have lost to Tennessee. We shouldn't have lost to the Giants, and we actually should have won the first game against San Fran. That's three more wins. We could turn around and just, anyways, could be eight and four, but we're not. So Denver, Houston, easy. Houston. Yeah, yeah. Chargers, side. Jacksonville. This is a game nobody wants to watch, but we have to. And uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville will win. Tennessee at Oakland. This is the mm. game that Perez comes to reality that this team ain't nothing. I got Tennessee. I think the Oakland Raiders pull it out at home, man. Kansas City, New England. Hell of a game. Mm. I think Patrick Mahomes learns from his mistakes, and they beat New England in New England. I'm going to have to go with New England, man. They, they've lost two in a row now, right? I think so. No. No, no, one, no, no, no. No, just one. Just one. Arizona-Pittsburgh. Ah, da, da, da. Pittsburgh. Okay. See, I agree with you. Seattle, LA. Another good game. Seattle. Easily. And the Monday night game. There's no way in Philly that you guys lose to the Giants. In Philly. Not after dropping the game to Miami. I mean, if last week wasn't a gut shit. Gut check in a week before that. I don't, I don't know what the call is. Like I, I have. I hope y'all don't. Lose. I have a little faith. I have a little faith. I hope y'all don't lose. I'm I'm picking them with with no faith at all, man. But that's my pick. I hope y'all don't lose. Hey, man. After after believing we were going to beat Miami as convincingly as I thought we were, nothing is out of the realm of possibility with this uh, 2019 Philadelphia Eagles squad. Now sticking to the game of football, there was a huge upset this weekend. Alabama loses the Iron Bowl to Auburn. Yeah. Now, I know Prez wish he we, I know he wish he was here so he could scream, Oh Eagle, oh Eagle. But yeah. you're not, so we're that not. Was, that was their Super Bowl, so to speak. It was. Alabama that pretty much eliminates them from the college football playoff. That gives the Oklahoma Sooners a backdoor way in, possibly. Possibly. You just gotta win that championship game convincingly. Against who y'all playing? Baylor. Oh yeah, y'all should do that convincingly. So, y'all got to win that game convincingly. That gives y'all a chance. Were y'all ranked number five? What was y'all ranked? Six. Can you go to, go pull up college and see who ranked well? Uh, hey, LSU is just disgustingly good right now. Let's see. Clemson looked pretty good this past week as well. Yeah. So, you got LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia. I'm going to hit the football playoff rankings. Hold on. All right. So, there you go. So, so we're seven. So Alabama lost. That slides them down. Utah won. Well, actually, I don't think I don't think they, uh, they haven't updated, updated it yet. Yeah. I think updates tonight. Utah won. I. You think they? You think they let Utah slip in? If they win the Pac-12, of course. I think that's a. They're a not real the Pac-12. They not. I thought they're in the in the Mountain West. <laughs> no, nah, they're in the Pac-12, brother. Oh, maybe they are. Yeah, they're in the same same kind. Oh yeah, they are in the Pac-12. You are correct. You are you are correct. Yeah, so Pac-12 South. They got to play Oregon. Yeah, Oregon has two. Lo- I, I got to look and see who has the. Um, oh, the Oregon side. lost. The, I yeah, didn't know they, they lost two, to Arizona State. They got two losses. That, that yeah. might that might eliminate their chances. Yeah, 
I don't know if they're on the other side as far as uh, in that bowl, but you can check it out, man. So LSU and Georgia is going to be a huge game. Yeah, because that'll knock if Georgia one, loses, it knocks one of them out. If that if no if if LSU loses a close game, I think they still stay in, and of course Georgia will stay in. But if Georgia loses that game, they're completely out, in my opinion. I think if they lose, they're out. Okay. Ooh, both teams or which one? LSU? No, I think if LSU loses, they're out because they're number two. If LSU was number one, I think they would slide down to. The fourth spot, but at number two. So it all depends on what these rankings uh, shake out to be. Now. Yeah, when they do the update. Uh-huh. Now Ohio State went and uh, drug Michigan in Ann Arbor. So for me, man, that that keeps them at number one this week. There's no way you can move them out of that spot. Oh yeah, I mean that was a huge win. Yeah, and they went they, and they convincingly handled the business up in there. Yeah, but I mean that's becoming a norm, man. Shot. I look, man. At what point does Michigan say, you know what, enough with the, uh, okay, we have Harbor on, and that's cool, and he's a motivator, and people he's well-liked, but the dude just ain't, he winning, ain't winning the game, and he ain't winning the game that he needs to win, which is Ohio State. Yeah, I agree. So, huge shot against him. I think this hurts their chances. I think Oklahoma has a backdoor chance to get in. out Utah, who do they play? Yeah, if, it, if it came down to the two, then it'd have to be Oklahoma just based on the money we would bring in, like nobody's won Utah in the so, college football playoff. So I would, I would tell you this: Utah would be supported. Utah will be supported because the state of Utah they really circle around that team and some other things. Do I think they make a good matchup for anybody that's over there? No. I would love to see Ohio State, Oklahoma. I would love to see LSU, Oklahoma. You know, I know uh, Jalen Hurt would love to have saw Alabama, Oklahoma. That yeah, that would have just that would have just that would have been great. Does Alabama lose that game because they don't have their quarterback? You think that's why they lost Auburn? No, uh, no. I feel like Auburn just came to play, no, but they just uh, came they to play. Just came to play. I mean, Both they, had a, came they have game. the best defensive line in college football. Two uh, two top t- five picks yeah, them, right them now. Boys, that D line, them boys look good, boy. And then uh, also you got what were we talking about? Back to uh, back to Oklahoma though. Like, where where did uh, where else did um, Hurts play before Alabama? Was it no? Was his, it Alabama. His whole time he was yeah. The quarterback from Georgia, he is at Ohio State now. So the Fields kid used to be at Georgia. Okay, that's so one. he would love for Georgia to stay in there so they could play them. So that could be a yeah. nice little Fields. Fields play. He's kind of come back down to uh, Earth. Earth. These last two games playing against some competition. So. Ohio State, while I they're still eleven and zero and impressive, I don't feel like I don't feel like anybody that gets I don't feel like there's no dominating team. To me, the only team they played that was worth a play. damn was Penn Michigan, State, Michigan and Penn State. Uh, Penn, Michigan was not very. good. I mean, just as far let's go off. Of, I'm just Clemson ain't played nobody, but Clemson got a squad. Yeah, LSU has played people. That's the team that's ready the most, but at the same time, the the um, the returning champs here. Oh no no no, Clemson won. Clemson won last year, right? Yep, we sure did. So yeah, the returning champs. Uh, you know my memory fades. I'm getting old, man. But uh, the returning champs ain't getting no love, really. I mean, they're there. But I think they ain't getting no love because they just the ACC has just not been super competitive. My right. Miami Hurricanes. I'm about ready to fire Manny Diaz, man. The new Miami looks horrible. Miami looks horrible. Uh, Florida State looks horrible. The whole well, we state, beat Florida State, so that's all that matters. The whole state of Florida looks terrible. Actually, man. Florida don't look that bad. No, they um, just play. They just playing. Uh, I'll say the SEC, SEC East. 
SEC East is a little bit is not a little bit. I'll say it's tough this year. Well, it's just sure. between them and Georgia. So and that was a big loss they had against Georgia. So it had that loss against Georgia. And, and it wasn't whatever. a bad loss either. It was just yeah. yeah, it is what it is. But that's enough about foosball, man. For the NBA, I really ain't think I don't have much to talk about other than how about that Luca. Boy? Oh, yes, what you want to go with? Luca. We can start start with Luca. I mean, he's go been balling Luka. out. Um, hey, Luca made a lot of people do regret not drafting him, boy. Man, look, him. Even though the Hawks are losing, I'm still amazed by what Trey Young is doing. I'm still, I mean, they hating on my boy James Harden, man. But he kind of held us up the other night, so I got to give respect to James Harden. But he putting on the damn show. I want to, I want to take time to give a round of applause to Carmelo Anthony, Player of the Week. Wow, yeah, twenty averaging twenty three in three games, and they won all three of those games. And people like people keep finding ways to hate, man. And I don't understand it, man. Like, oh, but he played Chicago twice. But you were the same people that saying that this man couldn't couldn't play no more. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm out there all on me. That's what it comes down to. But yeah, man, the uh, Lakers, uh, what, 10, 11 game win streak came to an end. Because yeah, of Luka. Because of Luka hit the step back and just, you know, running things. Hey, man, I, I mess with Luka heavy, man. Like, I, I didn't see this this coming this fast at all. And anybody that says they did, they you had to have been watching basketball. And this is your job for a living. But damn it, that boy can play, man. So yeah. a whole lot of things, man. So in the Eastern Conference, I had a question, though, man. Uh, yo, who's this? Would you argue that Pascal Siakam of the Toronto Raptors, and I like to speak about guys that don't get love on the national scale, do you think he's the second best player in the league? No. I mean, in the Eastern Conference? No. Have you seen his numbers? No, I haven't. Do you know what record? You know the the Raptors are one game behind the uh, Milwaukee Bucks that are like 17 and 3? No. Yeah, 15 and 4, brother. So the, the returning, the, uh, the reigning champs are uh, 15 and 4 in. Is behind Siakam. He averages something like damn near thirty, bro. Yeah, he he goes a little hamburglar. So, I would say I would say he's the second best right now. Not off of um, history or what people have done in the past. I'm just saying right now, it'd be hard. You'd be hard pressed to find somebody else that's um, that's better than him besides um, Greek Freak. But yo, did you uh, catch any of those? Uh, those tweets and stuff like that they were talking about on uh, ESPN as far as the NBA considering uh, reseeding the conference finalists and the postseason playing and so all that good stuff. I, I I did see that, and I tell you what, it that's mighty interesting. I don't know. Oh, I think it'll make for more competitive series, but the people in the Eastern Conference are like, no, nah, we ain't trying to none of that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Because Would you want to? Why? But yeah, but they got, I mean, they got a little wrinkles in there. So I'll just kind of enlighten you guys for a little bit. So as far as like what teams 10 through uh, eight, they're going to have the postseason play in. Right. So they'll be able to kind of figure their way in. So you have teams that necessarily may not start off hot, but start, you know, in a little bit hot and they'll play in that way. Right. And then they also have the conference finals. And this is what they want to do in uh, what 2021 starting that season. Uh, the the top four teams uh, in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference get reseeded at that point based on record. So you can very well have a Western Conference. You can have a Lakers versus Clippers at some point if this thing kind of, you know, goes on and LeBron is able to stay healthy and, and keep playing and that Laker team become dominant. So you can have, you know, that type of series happen. So I think that's a Lakers versus Clippers. That could happen anyway. No, no, not if you so well. If you reseed, if you don't, they're not doing the complete sixteen team reseed in the playoff based on record. 
they're they're still going to do the Eastern Conference and Western Conference. It's just when it gets to the conference finals, that's when they're going to reseed based on record. Oh, so the East could play the West. Right. Oh, so you're saying you can have a Lakers versus Clippers finals. Finals, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. That could be interesting. So, or, or But it's strictly going to go on record. So whatever happens, happens. You know, you can still have the same uh, – Regular Eastern Conference, you know, uh, finals based on record. So that would well, be dope. I just want to say for the record that the Miami Heat are on the way. Yeah, man, they looking good, man. But uh, I don't know if we can keep this up, but we looking good. You looking good? It's just do you do you guys have somebody um, opposite of Jimmy? We got a bunch of young cats, and and so word playoff on the time. Sh- I'm yeah. talking about playoff time. Yeah, word on the street is, and I don't know how true this is. But they were talking about Miami was making a trade. I'll consider making a trade to get Aldridge and DeRozan. I saw something about Aldridge going back to the Blazers recently, but Ooh. I didn't see no credible sources to confirm that. I um, still like Aldridge game. I still do. Yeah, basic back to the basket, old school, not super athletic, but yep. to get it done. Rebound, get it in, get down court, play some defense for you, rebound the basketball, and got a turnaround jumper for real. He's like Tim Duncan without a bank shot. Yeah, man. So, look, we skipped a little bit. Uh, so, it's been a couple days since we uh, got back in, but we're getting back to our weekday schedule, right? But uh, I was going to scrap this this topic, man, but I still wanted to to kind of touch on it and, and see how you feel now that uh, we got a little bit more facts with the, uh, the cap situation. Colin Kaepernick, to be specific. You know, I still feel like it was wrong on both sides. You know, it was wrong on, on – Stephen A. Smith has been a journalist. I'm sorry. Stephen A. Smith has been a journalist way too long to speak so prematurely before getting all the facts. So I felt like that was a foul on his part to just not yeah. go in there and come from an educated standpoint. He wanted to be first to act and he was he shooting looked, from the hip. And he looked like a fool. I think Kaepernick, sometimes you want to stand for so much that you're standing for too much. Like you're trying to get back in the league. Let's, let's make this thing happen. Do I think all the ways the NFL did it was right? No, I don't. I do think there was some some premise to it. And I do feel like he didn't plan to do it that way. The lady from the Georgia even came and said, hey, this was not planned for him to come use our field. This yeah, was spur of the moment. The superintendent. The superintendent. So, and that's some, all the stuff that, you just, that just came out that we didn't know in the beginning. So I still feel like it's a crazy situation, but we sit here two weeks post and Cap's still nowhere. Still not signed. Uh, you still have. But what do you think? Teams. I think now that I mean, so the article, um, there's a like, a, and we'll leave the link to uh, in the podcast notes. There was an article that uh, I believe it was on ESPN, and this uh, this uh, this writer for ESPN spoke strictly from the perspective of Kaepernick's uh, camp, so it had nothing to do with how the NFL felt, and uh, so I, I just have that take on it. So I definitely feel uh, what they were doing, and I think the last uh, podcast. We were kind of siding and talked a lot about Stephen A's reaction, and that kind of got clouded. But I think Kaepernick was right to feel how he felt with all of the mm-hmm. the backhanded, uh, not backhanded, but the backdoor things that were being done from his perspective. Like, hey, I haven't been given a chance for three years. Why all of a sudden you call me this week to to uh, say, hey, you want to do a tryout? And oh, all of a sudden, hey, it's on a Saturday. People typically don't do this. It was so many different factors. Hey. I want to bring my cameras in so people can see the full story or I can show teams the full story. I don't want anything edited. I don't have any trust. And I think the NFL's lack of that situation being a very real thing for him 
I think they just totally oblivious to how they conducted themselves as well. Now, I don't think Cap was totally absolved of anything. Um, the Kunta Kinte shirt, none of that bothered me or anything like that. You know, I don't feel like he had to uh, to be corporate to, to get signed to a team or whatever the case may be. I just think nobody wants to take a chance on him. And he wanted to show people that he can still play. So he took all those measures that um, he needed to take. And, you know. Everything was last minute, even down to the receivers he was going to throw to. They said, no, 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 no. Then all of a sudden it was yes. And, you know, it, it's just a lot, man. And then even he gave people a heads up uh, and more specifically. What's the old coach at the Cleveland Browns? Was, um, Marvin Lewis. No, no. Um, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. So there was something in the article where it said, uh, although he gave those teams a heads up that the venue was changing, Hugh Jackson still had time to go to that location. So he was organizing this on behalf of the NFL. He was, I guess, the lead person as far as the reps going there for the Like NFL. the ambassador for it. Yeah, so he was he was running that that situation for, um, for that week or that, that tryout, right? Not tryout, but uh, anyway, he was running it. He went back to the airport, and, and they said uh, the high school that Cap actually worked out of was no more than 15 minutes from the airport. He hopped on the plane and left. So you felt the way about it. You were he was highly he was speaking up uh, ESPN on ESPN, kind of saying, hey, we offered him a spot. This is what we wanted to do for him, blah, 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 blah. And kind of playing company, man. But at no point did he say, I, I absolutely had time to get to that new location to check out this man and, and see, you know, if he was for real and and see this thing through, even though it was a debacle at the end of the day. It really was. And at the end of the day, um. Like I said, with Kaepernick, I understand why he felt the way he did. But I feel like he still gave them the ammunition to keep keep antagonizing them. Yeah, I mean, but at a certain point, my thing is... Like, you got to stand for something. You got to stand for something. And if you're going to stand on that, on your principles, just be prepared to deal with the settlement that you got and, and kind of be happy with it. Is it right? Hell no. It's not right to be ostracizing and, and virtually kicked out of the game that you grew up loving based on a stance that you're taking Based on police brutality, which everyone should understand in this entire nation. Mm -hmm. White, black, yellow, or purple, Asian, J Jamaican, Korean, man, woman, child, or beast. All right. And, and that's all I'll say to that. That's all I'll say to that, man. Visitor to the couch. Uh, she's been here before. She's actually a couch extraordinaire. Yeah, she won one of the good supporters. One of the foundational pieces. Yeah, she was here early when the, when the sound was trash. Yeah, and and now she's back. That now that the sound's popping. She's also the owner of one of the hottest podcasts out there on Apple Music. Get into this podcast solo. She she calling Kyle hurting it. She said I had a partner back then. They didn't want me. Now I'm solo. They all on me. <laughs> all on me. She yeah. gives it to you That's raw cute. rough. Ladies and gentlemen, Tenise. Let's give it back around north for Tenise. Oh, you listen to all those hand claps. Hey, guys. Stop all this extra talk. We got Tenise. She's a woman of business. She got stuff to do. She want to get down to the business. Tenise, can we? Can we can yeah, I really got, I got a nap on deck. Okay, oh, I feel oh, you. All right. Listen, I respect the nap game. Understood. So, so can, 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 <laughs> we, can we have a little 
relationship conversation with you. You know, give a give a raw and rough opinion. I'm a, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I am a single person who is not currently dating. So let's let's see what we come up with. Oh, that's absolutely why it, we called you. It, it could be even oh, more interesting. Okay, okay. That's absolutely why we called you. So you know. Our relationship segment, whatever you want to call it. We neglected the women last week. We heard y'all. We heard y'all. Okay. All right. And all y'all people who be out there saying, are y'all ever going to really answer the questions? <laughs> and I am really answering it. I really care about my life, too. Yeah, yeah. We got a, we got, got an old buddy of ours that answered the question truthfully. And guess what happened? He ain't been on since. Couch Stains is one of the top hit episodes. But now he, now he getting couch hung. Yeah, if you want to go back and look at all the episodes, I don't know what number it is, but it's called Couch Stains. It was something within the last 30 days. <laughs> True or false? Do women have the leverage in the dating game? And why? Okay. Let me ask y'all a quick question. Are these questions that y'all came up with? No. Or are these questions asked by your audience? This is questions asked by one of our female supporters. Um, it pretty much came from, uh, they, they went on a girl's trip. And this was kind of one of their uh, slumber party questions, if you will. Mm-hmm. So this, this was already being nasty. So yeah, I ain't nobody talking yeah, about. Yeah, they, the they was on a girl's trip. So I that, bet they were talking about a different type of leverage, but we ain't gonna get into all that. Yeah. So that, this is from a female. Listen, this isn't from us. Okay. Um, I do not think that women have the leverage in the current American dating scene. I don't know what the hell's going on in other parts of the world, but over on these parts, no. The answer is no. Why? Um, patriarchy, really. Um, I think women have given a lot of their power away. I think a lot of women don't know what they should be doing in the dating space. And I think they let men, um, control a lot of the dynamic. Like I'm guilty of it sometimes too. Like I, I prefer to date men with a splash of ugly um wait 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 wait. before you before you (laughs) before you finish answering that expand on splash of ugly ugly. yeah i'm not really interested in conventionally attractive men um it's just not i'm not attracted to them so men who are like maybe would get passed by most women i like them what so these men you know, I have, sometimes have to humble them. I like scratching my head and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you're pulling moves that like, you know, conventionally attractive men would pull. But I think because of patriarchy, these guys who are not as attractive have now come out the gate and they're doing the same type of fuck shit that, you know, the the people's uh, people's sexiest man alive outside of John Legend. All right, go ahead, yeah. So the question was, you said that the women patriarchy, so the men have the power. You started dating some dudes who had a splash early, not a full shot. And now yeah, the people yeah, with yeah. the splash are starting to do the stuff that the, back in, the, you would say the 80s, the light-skinned 80s brothers used to do. They think they can do that now. So basically, Boom, everybody acting That's exactly brand new. it. The, the wavy hair, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah, the barges yeah. and all that stuff. They trying to they trying to pull the stuff like, that they you know, do. the funny color I do is be doing. So the the thing is is that you know like conventionally attractive men whatever that is I think even in the black culture right it's like lighter skin wavy hair like all that shit I think I you disagree. know that's not my thing but beautiful. you know I'm just gonna go with it. So you know back in the day those guys could get away with a lot more because they could finesse things because they were fun they would do you know they could they could they could get away with a lot more they could even sleep on you know your couch and live in your house eat your food they could get away with a lot more shit there's been plenty of movies over this guy 
plenty of songs written about this guy, this guy. Whereas unattractive men or guys who maybe ranked at somewhere around a five out of a 10 had to do a little bit more. Namely, they had to have some money or they had to have a whole lot more swag than the pretty guy did. Or they had they had to do they had to be more talented. They had to throw a football. They had to do something. Okay. Okay. Now the tables have turned because those guys, because of patriarchy, are now all one man. Like ugly men don't know that they're ugly anymore. They doing the same function as attractive men. So and you know, uh-huh. I hate to jump in, but I think one of the reasons you have that. Is because so you made a great point when you said women have given up some of their power, but I think it's not so much that women have given up power is that women, for some reason, get caught in this social media rat race of being the finest, the thickest, the the one who looks like this person. I think sometimes not all women, because I would never put everybody in a bracket. But some women are afraid to be that individual because they feel like they don't have the fat ass or they don't have their long eyelashes or they don't have these other things that the so-called IG models have. Then they're not competitive. So therefore, they feel like since they're not them, they should accept less. I'm a firm believer. Women have always had all the power. It's just the ones that don't realize it, the ones who get taken advantage of. So can I ask you a no, question? No, I don't, I don't see that. I no, don't okay. see that. That's I mean, fine. I don't see that. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have... I work out all the time, but I'm not running around here acting like I have a big ass because I do not. Like, that's not what anything that was given to me. And so I will still have, I know the type of body I have. I know my personality. I know all of this other type of stuff. And I so still So here's the have, thing, Tanise, before. Yeah. No, no. I'm just, I'm, 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 can I cut people hey, you off? Remember, you remember in the beginning when you said people did that too much? Now he just keeps. This is a regular conversation. He ain't learned nothing. This is a regular conversation. I just want to dispel the rumor that fat asses and, and big big uh, breasts aren't the end-all, be-all. Sometimes it's the personality that wins out. To the naked eye, that may be the thing that draws you in. But ultimately, that ain't what keeps you there. No, because I'm going to tell you something. Uh, and I would agree with that. That's that what I'm saying. I don't agree with HUD that women don't know that. I think women absolutely know that. Well, see, and I think more the- and more women are, are comfortable with whatever body that they have <sighs> and not trying to... I don't think it's that social media thing. But I'm telling you, I get checked a lot by like regular motherfucking men. A lot. See, but hold on. Before we move past that, uh, when I'm saying women are checking, are, are looking for this... Denise, I think it's fair to say, uh, you may agree, you're not the average female. No, I don't know what the average woman is. So um, when I look and I look at some of the stuff that these people post, and especially the younger generation, because I got a teenage boy who I got to monitor the stuff that he does. Half these females are so worried about how they look and having this, this and that, instead of just being good with the skin at the end. Now, the people who get to that point where they are there. That's the real attractive thing. You should know that I'm like one of the most vain people. Like my face right now is totally peeling. I just had a chemical peel on a micro needle. And so if you're talking about they don't care about how they look, I'm the queen of caring about how. I'm not saying that you don't care about how you look. And nobody, I don't believe anybody will except for a couple people. People care about how they look. But what I'm saying is that the image of what's beautiful sometimes can be misconstrued. It's diluted. Like you, like you just yeah. said, the fat ass and the big titties and everybody getting after that. Let me tell you something. That fat ass is going to drop one day. <laughs> it's going to drop. <laughs> You're right. Like, yeah, I mean, all, you know, all that stuff. The, the, on some folks. So on cliche. some folks. It sounds cliche, but some of that, some of those beautification things, they do fade. Now, some people keep up with themselves and they do a better job and it lasts a little bit longer. And some do not. 
Yeah. But as far as leverage, back to the question that we asked, when you said you think that men have the leverage, I think men. Yeah. It's almost like you know who says this a lot, Jamal. Jamal Jones says it like he's like I'm I'm the prize here. They're changing that mindset. I'm the prize because I, you know, got a job, got some things going for myself, and I I'm not a a piece of shit dude because there's some dudes who ain't shit. Yeah. So they feel like they're the prize. So. Yeah, like- and that's that's the issue. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. shit is definitely turned here. Yeah, it's a it's a lot I'm less it's a lot less guys that are as as they present. They are the market value. You know what I'm saying? Like as they present, if they have their shit together, so somewhat, uh, they may have a kid or not. They take care of them, or they don't have kids. You know what I'm saying? They may have a lot of things going for them, but not necessarily. The one thing that warns a, a woman off as a red flag, an obvious red flag. So, so next question is: Would you compromise your happiness for your marriage or relationship? So, I know you got something on this one. Uh, no. <laughs> what? No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Surprise, bitches! Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really interested. Um, what about in the past? So. What'd you say? What about in the past? Well, I've gotten a divorce, so there's that's very clear. Um, but no, I think again, this all comes back to like patriarchy, right? And this whole idea that women have to shift their goals and their wants and their needs and their innermost desires um when they get in a relationship with a man to kind of like become this wife or this um, mother and follow these very traditional roles. And I think that if you did a survey, like a, an anonymous survey amongst women who are in these traditional roles, you'd probably find out that they don't even like their fucking kids, don't even want kids, don't even like their husbands and wish they could redo it all. But they're scared to say that. In fact, I think like the New York Times or New York Post or one of those has has done like a lot of secret lives of moms type of um, articles and all that jazz. And and realizing that, um, you know, you don't know what you know until you know it. And so they didn't know that they didn't want to be mothers until they got to be mothers. And they're like, this is this is the dumbest thing I've ever fucking tried. Or they don't want to get be married, but now they're stuck and they can't get a divorce um, because they are the type of person who is so stuck on um, the thoughts of what other people would think or they've merged a lot of their family stuff or merged finances and they're just kind of like, look, I'm just going to be stuck riding this all the way out. I am not one of those types of people and I am really good in doing the things that I want to do first and doing me um, up front and then adjusting um, other people that come into my space to that. I even adjust my own kid to that. Like, I do what I need to get done. And then, and then I'm like, Hey, what do you have going on? I mean, not in a very, I don't want it to sound completely selfish, but it's not a way of traditional in the sense that she comes first in everything that she does because she doesn't. Um, a lot of my needs are going to be more important than hers as a high school freshman. So I'm not going to not go to work or not go to my second job so that she can do something recreationally. That's just not the way my priorities and my happiness are going to lie. And so I don't have an issue um, with shifting that. And you did ask me particularly about relationships, but I definitely think that at this age and you're like mid thirties, you should know who you are. You should know at least what on the very baseline sense brings you joy 
And you shouldn't be willing to substitute that um, for the sense of a relationship. Because all the all the billions of people that are in the world, there's a person that you can be with who is not going to make you compromise these very base level things. And a lot of people have joy, find joy in very basic things like watching sports or playing video games or whatever. Like if the person that you are dating um, absolutely cannot tolerate the time you spend playing these video games, then I don't think you should be making concessions for that type of dumb shit. Like I really don't. I think you should be like, look, this is my absolute favorite thing in the world. Go get you a damn girlfriend who wants to play video games with you. It may not be me. Yeah. And but like- I, yeah. And I, I think you, I, I just, I don't, I don't agree with that. But I think again, that is, I, you know, I'm, I'm big on this whole patriarchy thing because I see where it happens. And obviously it, it negatively affects women and positively affects men because that's how the system was designed. But men um, very rarely shift anything that they want to do or that matters to them while lies. women shift I lie, everything. Lies, 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 all, all lies. And the reason, lies. the reason why I say lies is there's several, there's levels to my happiness or what makes me happy. So you have certain things that are just like in your checklist of what makes a, a good man for you that fits for you. There's levels to what my happiness is. So I, I may enjoy playing video games, but that may be at a three. So if she doesn't like me to play video games, it may not be a lot for me to take that away. But if I enjoy podcasting and doing all the things that I actually enjoy and I invest in, and she doesn't like me doing that, that may be a deal breaker. So there's always levels to what you're, you're always going to make concessions or compromises in the marriage or relationship. Like, so, so Denise, my question to you is how would you tie the, the marriage aspect into the dating aspect as far as how can you correlate the two in between, like what you would be willing to sacrifice for the betterment of the relationship to move forward? Because you have yeah. you have to sacrifice something at some point. You can't be as rigid as you want to be. It's like, okay, if you don't do this shit, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Because you may like this dude and, and feelings are involved. So how do you navigate that space? I mean, I know I gave a very baseline example of like video games or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but and I just did that for simplicity's sake, right? But <clears throat> I definitely think that when you're dating, you get the option to be a little bit more picky. I don't know exactly, you know when you develop this knack for coaching um, football hood and where you were in your stage of your relationship when that came. But I definitely think I agree with both of you that, um, you know, you have to make more compromises in the marriage once you've selected that person. I also think that as a person, as a, as a couple going towards um, marriage, that that's on, that's the responsibility of both of the people involved to bring a lot of these topics up to the table to have the discussion um, so that you don't catch another person on, you know, behind the back or whatever, like, oh, I, I need to do this to make me happy, but I, you never knew about it, but I need this, I need this, I need this. So I agree that there has to be a level of compromise. Um, and I don't doubt that on the dating side of that, that you should also be compromising. I don't want it to make it seem like that I'm just out here being completely selfish or stingy and not willing to budge if a person is playing video games. However, like that's why I say I really think that you need to know who you are and what truly brings you joy, because I think that was the root of the question. Um, so that way you can you can set those deal breakers and know what is strictly significant and what things are just uh, small annoyances or things that present 
a temporary logistical problem. I am totally willing to move and adjust on um, on probably a bulk of things. I think I'm a pretty fluid person and don't have this huge rigid block, but I also know what makes me happy and what I'm not going to do. Like I know what my deal breakers are. What my mom used to say, uh-huh. you got to date a person for all four seasons. You got to get to know how they are in the summertime, the wintertime, spring and fall. And then do it twice. That's what she used to always tell me. So, you know, yes, I am a lover and I fall quick. But that advice is super valued because you you have to see people through all the different seasons, all their different uh, likes, dislikes, all their different issues that they go through so that you can kind of gauge what you are going to accept and what you're not going to accept. And for all our all our listeners who just looked at their calendar saying it's only this month, he's not literally talking about the weather seasons. I think he's what he's saying is just that the different things that people go through and as far as right. their situations in life. Because another part of that dating aspect, the whole living together. You know, that's a whole different yeah, animal compared yeah, to different day. You don't wait dating. till you get married you to know, move in. So, so that's technically, a lie. technically, you're supposed to, but I don't necessarily agree. That's with traditions. With, with, yeah, that's that's traditions. No, but I don't, I don't agree <laughs> that's with that. That's bullshit traditions. You mess but. around and move in and find out somebody's shit with the door open. That may not be something you can deal with, you know? So, you just you got to go through those different aspects of it. So, I asked you, Tanise, do you feel that the dating game is. It, do you think people are actually dating for marriage, or you think people just dating to kind of date and say, hey, I'm with somebody? Um, I think it's a, it's a split. I mean, I think it depends on the, the, the desire of other people. Like, I'm not sure I want to get married, but that doesn't mean that I wouldn't be dating for a long-term relationship or wouldn't be dating with the same intentions of being pure and honest and having integrity in my relationship. But, um, you know, marriage is, is not something that I'm dating for intentionally right now. It's not, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just it's a split. It depends on what that person wants. So it's nice. I'm asking for But I don't think let me I don't think right. that it means that people who don't want to get married are somehow out here just sleeping with people and being completely like, you know, whatever with other people's emotions. I don't think that is necessarily the case either. All right, Tanise, we're gonna we gonna, look, look, we're gonna let you get to your nap time. It was a pleasure as always. Uh we're gonna send you this little little uh, clip or whatever. Do what you want. Do what you wish. Uh, we okay. talked about it earlier as far as sharing. You know what I mean? So I'm going to hold you accountable as well. Uh, yeah, got you. All right. So with that said, man, Hood, you got any last words? Y'all, hey, did y'all give me a promo? I mean, I got like a whole situation going sorry, on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Before we go, before like. we go, let the people know what you have going, what podcast you have going, and, and anything else you want to let the people know. Yeah, so I also have a podcast. It's a damn, a damn good podcast. one. A damn good one, y'all. I'm sorry. I and I think we're on episode 31. I'm saying we. Um, it originally started out with a girlfriend and I, to, but now it's just me. I kind of booted her out. Um, but um, it's a luxury lifestyle podcast, so we talk about um, beauty relationships has kind of been one of the bigger topics, obviously, um, in the single space. And I've had a guy on that I was I spent a great deal of the last the past year dating. He jumped on one of the episodes. And if you don't um, listen to that episode, nightmare. what episode is that? What, what what's the name of that episode? So the you very remember? first episode told you told the story of how we this all got started and it was it was crazy. It's a it, I mean it was a crazy episode. I think it was like the most listened to episode I had. Yes, I, one, I was glued. 
Um, and then he came back on with his friend and told the story of what the hell he was thinking and why he did the type of dumb shit that he did on the very first date. Right. Re- so really good. Um, man. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a cool thing. So I talk a lot about, um, luxury skincare. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I worked out with Michelle Obama. So I talk about my fitness. I'm a fitness yes, coach. She did. So all types of stuff. She posted it. You don't follow, you don't follow her, huh? I do. You do, but you don't pay attention to social media. Go ahead, go ahead, Tanisha. <laughs> so it's just I'm a, I I happen to think I'm a very well-rounded girl of all things in the luxury space in Washington D.C. So um, that's what my podcast is all about. And again, it's to get into this podcast, and it's my face on the it's my face and my girlfriend's face as the headline. If you're looking for it, it's on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and those are the two main places. But yeah, it's there. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, Tanisha. Dope podcast, update your profile pic because she's no longer there. She hasn't been there for about well, 32 I'm not, episodes. I don't, I don't fucking feel like but that, it. That's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but yo, we we appreciate you coming on. Of course, you're gonna be uh, uh you're gonna be on at some point in the next 10 to 20 episodes. We'll figure it out. Uh, whether we be on get into this podcast, I don't know. You know, I mean, we, we haven't been invited. We haven't been invited. I'm not, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm selfish with with, with, with your time. my airtime. Hey, like, hey, I'm a I'm a solo artist. Hey. I'm the Beyonce. Hey, like, I don't, you know. <laughs> Again, well, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, that's all we got. Okay. All right. Ciao. Later. But we got a little special guest who's going to join us for the reading list. My man, Griff. Real quick, before we throw the, the press, Griff, holla at the people, man. What, what's going on, Griff? Hey, man. You know, I'm just a long-time listener, first-time caller or guest, you know, just well, enjoying enjoying the segment. Well, listen, man. First off, we appreciate you and your fandism and your support, and we're going to try to do our best to make this thing pop. So without further ado, El Presidente. Hey, what's Talk up? to the people, man. So, what you, oh, hold on one second, El Perez. I got to make sure we got you live, man. No, there you go. There we go. Click that button right there, green right here. There we go. Perez, you in there? Yeah. There I'm we here. go. We got there the Perez back in the building. Hey, so you know I don't do the TV shows all the time, but one thing I'm going to do is keep up on these books right here. Keep us learning. So first off, I, I, the book I read this week, I think it's going to get us into a deeper topic. But we got somebody else who's actually about to read a book. They actually going to open up. Thumb through these pages. Give us some feedback on this. You're the Jay-Z show? Yeah. Oh. I'm on that. I bought that. You saw okay. that. You saw that. I posted the picture. Yeah. It said bye. It didn't say bye now. It said nah, bye. I got you on the air. Oh, we on the reading the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. We give yeah. you two weeks. I'm a stand. I'm a stand. Two weeks. But uh, the book I read this week was rounding off uh, all the topics I had talked about before. It was, uh, if you re- remember, we was talking about black, uh, how we came into here. Uh, that was the backroom book that I read. And then it was talking about the early blacks in America and them building their wealth. That was the black fortunes. And remember, the key thing that we got out of that was uh, we wasn't building generational wealth. That's 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 how that's what happened. The majority of that book, these people worked from hard to get it. But uh, either their family lost it in the end or their uh them not having family, they was able to undercut them and get it some other type of way. Right. Uh, so what I told you I want to build on is how to correct these problems and correct it within the black uh, community as well. Right. Because we don't talk about finances enough. Uh, so the next book I read was The Elements of Investing by Burton G. McHale. And uh, that book may not sound too familiar 
to a lot of us, but it has some lot of key elements to it. Uh, it was written by uh, some some of the books that they highly recommend on stock. This is a uh, a random walk down Wall Street. If y'all y'all ever heard of that book? Nah, nah, I never heard of. So it's one of the key little books that they didn't get. They tell you to read. This is one of the authors, and the other author is uh, Losers Game. Another one of the key books they tell you if you're getting into stocks that you is a must read type of deal. So you got these two uh, of the best selling books. Like they came together and they gave a overall simplified version way of getting into investment. And it's basically it starts off telling you. First thing that you got to do is get away from credit card debt. Credit cards is a losing game. is It's never Agreed. a good thing at all. You have to build your savings. You got to find a way to save. And that's going to get you completely away from the credit card. So, so Press, what do you say to the people that have uh, credit card debt, but it may not necessarily be astronomical, but it's manageable? Can, can I'm going to tell you that. Just like as I was reading in this book, because I, I I got a credit card. You know what I mean? Uh, I do too. And Full it, transparency. It, it, it don't. Oh, and I think just the same little way that it don't hold any. Like I ain't got no uh, payment steady on it, so it's not hurting anything. But the fact that it's there, I have it. Yeah, it, it, it annoys there, me. It annoys me. It's the problem. Yeah. And it's uh, I'm gonna break this down for you a little bit more. They talk about the rule of seventy two. You know what the rule of seventy two is? No, enlighten us. Uh, so that's like the what X X whatever Y. Uh, Basically, how many years is it gonna take for your investment to double? Yep. So seventy two. You you can always do this over seventy two, right? And basically, at credit cards, the average is eighteen percent. You may have a better rate. Other people may have a better rate, but let, hear me out. Average is eighteen percent, right? Mm -hmm. At eighteen percent, if you do it in the rule of seventy two, it's basically gonna come out to every four years, whatever your balance is, then double. This is why credit cards are in business. It is a losing game. Now, if you just save that money on your own and put it away, so I don't know what your little balance is, but most most people, like, hey, it's going to be around about, uh, as you get older, maybe 20, they try to flirt, flirt at you or something like that. You can easily find a way to save that if you right. do it over Audio's time. Audio's kind of messed up a little bit. All right. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you got to find a way to get out of that. And not only that, Cause since we were talking about the generational wealth, we got to find a way to get make sure our kids never get into it. If we're preaching this, it can't just be us. We got to find a way for our kids never get in this. So, hey, press thought of a plan for everybody. Okay, go uh, ahead. we'll see how this works. Uh, your first credit card, Griff. How much did you did you ever have any credit cards? Um, yeah, I have, I have a few. Okay, so uh, your first credit card, uh, the very first <coughs> one you can do. What was your credit limit on that first credit card when you first got it? So, uh, a little bit confusing, but to simplify it, uh, my very first one, I think I, 18 years old in the military, went to the mall and tried to get like a cage driller one. Mm -hmm. It was like 300 bucks. But my my very first um, actual credit card may have been the military SAR card. Mm -hmm. So, now I want to start with that one. Like, that a, grand, about. like a grand, right? Oh, no, no, no. I want to start with him where he talked about it. $300. We have that in our pocket right now, right? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure all of us got $300 that we can do. Yeah. So this is going to kill the naysayers before I even must talk about my plan. As long as you have $300, you can help your kids out. They're not going to 
go starve, do whatever. They not. This is all the the credit card companies going to start them off with. So at any point, starting to investing into this will get your kids away from that, right? All right. So my plan is so. All you need is about $40 a month, $40 a month will get you to the point where if you do that over 18 years uh, for each one of your kids, you're looking at around about $8,000 that you got saved up. Oh, I'm going to go deeper on that on, on your press, but go ahead. Shoot your shot. Yeah. But, but my kids ain't 18 years old. what I tell you at the beginning of this? $300 is my, what they start you off on. So, hey, if your kids, like, if you if you just start, not as long as you got the $300 or whatever, you can start putting that in savings and you can loan that back out to your kids. Just get them away from where they think they have to go to these other companies for it. Let's, pre Agreed. let's prepare Agreed. and uh, actually have this a, a way for our kids to actually use and utilize and make them pay you back. If you they, you loan them something, that's what the credit card company going to do. And I know this is not going to save everybody. Somebody, kid, yeah, may just say, like, well, I take your money and I still go get this. You, you can't, you, you just hope you can just keep teaching and get them away for it eventually. But let's at least have a plan set up where we can have some type of nest egg for our kids later on down the line to utilize and not use the credit card and tell them everything that they was going to use for that, put in savings. And all this money that we're putting up in there, we're going to have in the savings account. Now, I'm not the expert on savings accounts. Uh, HUD, HUD probably is. Can you tell ally. us what type of Speak savings on account that we should get? Should it be a Speak regular savings account? Speak on ally. So, so real Since quick. you've been so preaching quick, to me about before, the shit. Before I dive in, I'm going to be courteous because I believe our guests got something. But trust me. So I think you hit on some great points and some things that I really want to kind of go back and address a slightly different. Which again, let me start off by saying um, the way I do things don't make it right. It just don't matter. Speak your it truth, Hudrico. It, it just makes it effective. You ain't got a caveat. And I also, and I also got to say before we go any further, a lot of my financial security has came from the research and thinking process of the wife. She's really put me on on a whole lot of different things, and we just taking it together. And Shout it out to Winter level. with a Y. Hey, but I'm gonna say my wife too. Like yeah. uh, she forces me to do things oh, yeah. that so, change so up so a lot. That's of definitely things. a different. Shout change. out to Jasmine because uh, my credit wouldn't be what it. Yes. But and, 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 and see, I'm glad you shout out to YouTube for teaching you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really great. So with that with that being said, Griff, man, I, I think you had a point to make, so I'm gonna let you make your point and then I'm gonna go from there. You know what? No, no, I'm gonna let him I'm gonna let him go because I, I agree with a lot of things Prez okay. said, man. Like, so, so now Huddy's gonna go then. Hudrigo on the mic. So real quick, first off, um, Great book. I'm glad you read that book. Um, I want you to make sure. Can you please say the name of that book one more time? The Elements of Investing. So What's the author? It was Burton G. Mackell. So let me let, let me start off with an insult to hopefully piss somebody off and make sure that they kind of really take me on. Um, if you ever want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. Yes, sir. Hey, let me start by saying. Yes, sir. And I say I'm that to say this. Money. <laughs> I say that to say this. Um, books like this, a lot of people won't read, including yourself. You're right. Um, they won't <laughs> read, but they will gladly go to World Star, go to 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 the whoever's making the most and, money in and whoever, music and sports and entertainment. And we'll do that all day long. So you made a point, but I think you didn't make the whole point. You said we gotta hate credit card debt. I'm gonna take it one further. Listen up, people. Open your ears. Turn the radio up. Fool, you need to hate debt, period. Exactly. And the problem is 
Everybody wants to build wealth while they still have debt. That's an oxymoron. You can, if you well, sit here and tell let me, me cut you off, let me cut you ahead. off there a little bit. Drico. Go ahead. Sometimes you have to accumulate debt to accumulate wealth. It depends on that person's uh, financial situation. So, okay. So, okay. I, now, mind you, one thing I love to have is dialect when people think from different sides. So you just said you got to accumulate debt, debt to build wealth. Explain. Okay. So I'll, I'll use my personal situation as okay. an example. I took out $30,000 from a bank. How would you feel about that? I'm not going to do that, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, so that $30,000 I took out of the one-time fee is going to make me $5,000 a week. That's going to make you what? You know, sometimes, sometimes you have $5,000 a week. And, okay, And that's 100% what I'm getting at, Griff. I, I definitely back you up on that. But the, So where the other people are using it and they will borrow that money from their family as... We don't necessarily have that. So you may be the first generation that's building on this. That $30, and then later on down the line, your kids won't have this. So I, 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 I'm by, I'm behind you on where you're going. I'll let you keep go going. Ahead, okay. Let's go. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's, I'm, I'm, I'll be putting my, I put my phone on mute so I don't interrupt you guys. So I'm, I'm going to take it a step at a time. So like accumulating debt is not always a bad thing. Car debt, uh, retail debt, um, even a house loan is, is, is not even a good thing when you look at it in, in long term. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to take $50,000 from a bank to make the money back fast and, you know, make a profit from it, it's not a bad thing. So saying saying debt is bad is, in, in general is not a good thing. So Smart debt is smart. So um, I'm going to disagree with you and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to disagree with you. So, uh, so okay, to, so, me, to, to me, what you're saying, the debt that you're speaking of, to me, is more along the lines, it's leaning, it's not completely, but it's leaning more towards the lines of I'm investing and flipping. But my thing is that $30,000 okay. that you're taking, it's going to be made you, back in which one is, month, which is going to be made back in a month. Okay. First off, the average person who has that opportunity placed in front of them is, it's very far and few between. Now, with that being said, if you're taking it and you're saying I'm paying it off within a month because this is something that has a 0% chance of failing because a lot of times the, everybody has, and I'm not saying what you're saying is a get rich quick screen scheme. So I don't want you to I'm take saying, it that I'm way. Saying, go ahead. But so, everybody yeah. has this, oh, if I just get this pot of money, this is going to go well. And what tends to happen, that guy named Murphy, that, you know, Murphy's law, he comes into play in a lot of situations and they're not able to make that money back as fast as they once anticipated. Because well, well, for some well, reason, the go ahead. Go ahead. No, the problem there is just just information. True. You know, you don't want to take out a, you don't want to take out more money than you can pay back. That comes with research and, and doing what you need to do. You know, so I'm not going to take out fifty thousand dollars knowing I'm going to pay back three hundred dollars a week or three hundred dollars a month. Can I ask you a you question? Know? Why can't you just stack and get your own thirty k? Why you need this? You can't because that's that's dumb. Why why would why would I use my own thirty k when I can use the banks? Okay, say say I borrow thirty k from the bank. Okay, I don't spend all thirty k at once. I pay five uh, k once and I pay thirty k or twenty k the next month. Okay, they made three hundred dollars off me. What's so, that? Why, so why Griff, I, is it the nature of just being educated in what decisions you're making versus the the easiest Every part of? Okay. Yeah. Every, I don't have it. I'm gonna borrow fifty grand. It's 
you I have it, but I'm not gonna use my fifty grand to leverage exactly. this endeavor I'm taking on. So uh hey, Griff, so, I gotta so, ask so, another so, question. So, do you do so, you so, own- to quote someone to, to quote someone who, who whose opinion probably isn't uh needed right now is Trump. Trump said if I borrow a million dollars from the bank and I lose it, that's the bank's million dollars I lost rather than my million dollars. That made mo- that made more sense to me than anything else. I can I can borrow thirty thousand dollars from the bank, even though I got thirty thousand dollars in my account. If I lose my thirty thousand dollars, I'm out of thirty thousand dollars. If I lose the bank's thirty thousand dollars, that's theirs, and I got an opportunity to make it back. So that's the that's the that's the process. Everybody wants to get to this part no. of the process. No. And what I mean by this part of the process, I'm saying at that point. Go ahead, pray. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, it, it's 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 steps. It's steps in this. And the initial step is what we need to do. To fix our savings, get out of credit card debt, stay away from it. That's the portion I kind of want to hit on. Now, I don't want to lose that focus right oh, now. Oh no, I'm I'm gonna get to that to those steps. I mean, are but the other steps that has worked per se for me. But on let's go go ahead. Um, so with that being said, now I I, and I hope I'm not ruining the flow that you want to go into. But yeah, this is what I do. I'll just answer the question that you asked. Um, when you start talking about savings. A lot of people are putting their money in a savings account like an idiot. Um, they're going to USAA and they're saying, I'm putting my money in USAA and I got a savings account. And because people have always told them all their life, a savings account is what you need to do. They feel like they've checked that box. But a lot of people do not even take the time to see what the hell their money is doing for them in that savings so account. So what have you learned? So things that I have then? learned, there's old, there's other different bank, banks that give you a higher end. Interest rate, higher annual percentage yield. One that I'm personally um, uh, affiliated with, the one that I use is Ally Bank. Ally Bank is an online bank. So first off, most people say, well, I'm not going to no online bank because if I go to online bank, I'm going to get robbed. All my military members who use USA, how many times you've been to USA? No. Zero because they don't have a phone. Uh, so uh, everything in Texas, do, they so do. everything you do. Yeah, but so the Texas. majority of people, everything you do at USA, how do you do it? Over the online, phone. online, on Over the phone. phone. Right. So therefore, this 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 ambiance of I'm afraid of an online bank is kind of, is hashtag foolish. So um, is it Ally FDIC FDIC and, insured? And now so I was about to go into. They are FDIC insured. So the same insurance you have at your bank that you have now, same one you have here. And the difference is we're not talking about a CD. We're talking about a savings account because some people are afraid to put their money away and thinking they're going to get to it and need it. I'm going to also insult everybody one more time. And because I believe if when I insult you, you may take a look at yourself. And and Griff, I, I'm, I hope I'm pissing you off too because that's the goal of this. A lot of things that fuck up people's money, excuse my French, is emergencies or so-called emergencies. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me loud and clear. Broke people have emergencies. And I want you to understand that. People who are financially stable have inconveniences. Mistakes happen in life and things happen Completely in life. Completely true. So, you know, Nobody can nobody can predict what's going to happen to them. People, the most okay. People will spend forty hours a week to make money, but won't spend one hour a week learning what the hell they're doing with their money. No, exactly. so I you think. Know, and I, hold on, because that was too deep for them. No, that was too deep for them. Can you say it again? It. Uh, so let me, I'm gonna give it to you. Give me the Mike Jones on it. People will spend forty hours a week to make money. Mm-hmm. Or won't spend one hour week learning what happened with their money. People don't budget. Savings, I just feel like hitting yeah. an amen after that. Savings is important. Go to church like and that. if you're going to go into a savings account, you need to make sure that you're maximizing the savings account. But then make sure you're not. I, don't, and, and there's no there's no savings account on earth that's going to make you money. 
Zero. Yo, y'all was just buddies, and now, now you disagree. Show me your savings account. Now you disagree. Y'all was just buddies, but now you disagree. Speak on it, hood. There is a there is a savings account that what will make point zero 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 five percent. No, no, two point two six. If we want to get down to actual factuals. On a, on a CD? On a, on, no, no. See, that's what I'm trying to educate you, my brother. Not on a CD. Sure. On a savings account. And see, the problem is, like you said, knowledge is everything. You have a savings account with 2%. I got Show a me. savings account right I'll now. For that motherfucker I, right now. Ally Bank. Go right now. Ally Bank, the average annual Download percentage the yield. It's average true. annual percentage yield is 2.21. Over how many years? Oh, annual percentage. Not every. Compounding? No, this is every year. Now, so compounding. Listen, so uh, every everything's gonna be compounding as long as you get interest. Hey, people don't understand this. So, That's why I'm trying so, to break so it what down. I'm, what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying <laughs> you to know you, Griff, it. other is, people don't. What I'm saying to you, Griff, is, and even that bank on its worst month of performing, worst month so, I've got so one, far, so far, yeah, so far, worst month I've made one point eight two. On its worst month, let me give you a little secret by USAA. No, no, uh, audio's messed up, but it's all good. I'm on, I'm online right now. No, yeah, we right. good. We can <laughs> hear you. I'm, we can I'm hear you. Sign, I'm finna sign on for Ally Bank, right, motherfucker? Listen, now. but <laughs> check me out, though. Check me out. And, and look at it. I'm, and you gonna look when you see that I, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't pulling your leg. Just do your research. It, I, I had some trepidations as well. Yeah, and it is okay. Here's the thing. On its Big worst month, it's given us, it's given us one point eight one is the worst. Percentages that I've gotten, but let me give you somebody. Oh, how you, much money? Oh, oh, oh see, I'm sorry. yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, yeah, you know. Now I'm gonna give you another speak, and ally, y'all should be giving us a sponsorship because I'm putting you on right now. I, yeah, but check. I me ain't out. gonna say it again. The difference between ally and most high interest rate savings accounts is they most of them have a, a minimum balance you must maintain yes. in that account. Like most, most of them have 15,000 15, Ally has a zero balance. So you can put as a, as a man, I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm looking at it right now. Yo, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna never. I ain't gonna never stray you. When it comes down to money, let's take a random number. Let's like, take a uh, No, let's take something that the common person. Could, well, some people can get to. Let's say, let's say seventy five thousand. Seventy five. Somebody is stacked. They got seventy five stacks in the bank. I what know a I, few what, people. What if I only got ten stacks? Okay, ten. I, let's, yeah. let's, <laughs> what if I got a. I'm but if I'm at 8.5 yeah, and I'm striving right the 10. I, I'm, I just signed up right now. <laughs> hey, but look, I'm, I'm glad. Hey, the, number, the numbers is right here in front of my it's face. It's right in front of your face. We appreciate you coming on, man. One thing I want to say is you guys got one of the most strenuous call screening pros, uh, programs I've ever went through in my life. Uh, I, I, like the conversation, I like the conversation that we had. Um, I think everybody on all walks of life can take something from what we talked about, man, like that. And that's the thing about it, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, real quick, Griff, man, on, on some other stuff, man, because I can tell you definitely um, a man who's about his finance. So please make sure you get my information. Hit me up on uh, at T Hudrico on uh, Instagram or something, man, so we can definitely um, continue to chop up and talk finance. Nice plug, nice plug. Um, okay. Oh, not yeah. DSC underscore podcast, but yeah, at yeah, T Hudrico. But you know, you can yeah. also reach me at DSC underscore podcast too, but um, I tell you what you what you can do is highlight uh tactical transportation, uh Bariat tra uh tactical transportation, T A C T Y C A L T R A N S P O T I O N dot com and, and shoot me an email, man. That'll work. Hey, that sounds good. So appreciate you guys, man. For real. Hey, but thank you, Griff, man. We
right, man, we we back, we back, man. Cave music. I got Mr. Prez on the road back in the states, like we said earlier, man. What's going on, Frank? Yo, what's good? Yeah, you know I'm traveling over here. We're going right now, heading to this uh, Pelicans game, Pelicans versus Dallas. Oh, so you back to being a Pelicans fan again? I, I, this is home. I'm home. I'm going to visit. You know, I'm still a Lakers fan. Okay. Always have been a Lakers fan. But dabbling, dabbling as a Pelicans fan for tonight. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Bring back some gear, man. Get a picture too. Do it for do it for the DSC podcast. I don't think we're gonna need some, man. My seats ain't the best, but they six dollars uh, seats, so hey, we rolling. Nosebleeds. All right. <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, you got ball on the budget, baby. <laughs> but yo, man, we gotta we gotta hit up these uh these music releases, bro. I don't know about you. Where you want to start, man? Let's start with that fab that you was bigging up last week. I was excited. I was excited for the fab. Now, I wasn't bigging it up. I was bigging it up off of excitement. Let's be very clear of summertime shootouts in the the reputation. It's fab, man. You know fab going to come out with something. So do you want to retract any of your statements last week? Like, Uh, uh, you still saying it's it's fab over Wale? Because, I mean, quality-wise... Two or three songs on that was was pretty good, but the majority of the whole thing was nah, wasn't filming. I don't know if uh, Wale has a series, but it, I mean, Soul Tape. If if you went Soul Tape, I mean, we that's a whole nother discussion. Soul Tape versus uh the um, what's the Seinfeld series? Uh, it's not. Is it called? Yeah, the Seinfeld series, pretty much. Uh, yeah, album about nothing. Album uh, about nothing. Like all those, all yeah. those Seinfeld inspired mixtapes. Yeah. So yeah. I would probably argue that most people would say those soul tape the soul tape series would take that. Even though the Seinfeld series is damn hard to argue against. You know what I mean? You go hand in hand. But yeah. uh this this mixtape ain't, ain't ain't do uh, any fab naysayers or or promoters such as myself any favors right there, man. So what what was your thoughts? You, I'm I'm telling you my little opinion. Like my, it was just uh For me, it, man, it just didn't live up to yeah, the yeah, that's that's really opinion. it. I think I think uh, I think the way he he put it out there, like he put all of the the sappy songs or the not or the I, I guess the songs that would pop in the clubs or do whatever whatever is gonna do on radio if it does make radio. I think he put those a lot of those in the front, and then the the stuff the soul tape vibe type stuff where it slowed down and he rapping a little bit more were towards the end of the tape. So it, it just for me the the flow of it didn't quite move me. And then some of the features didn't hit like the Meek Mill one. This is probably the first time that they uh, dropped the dud for me. But yeah. again, I haven't, I listened to it in the car, in the gym. Those are pretty much the two settings. I always listen to music unless I go to the club rarely. So I don't know how these are going to affect me if I did hear it in the club, which I probably won't out here in Germany, but you know, they, they got some songs that, uh, that are probably going to be a grower, but I don't know how often I'll revisit it. I like it. I'm just, it's not trash. I'm just not in love with I'm it. I'm about the three songs I like on the playlist and I'm keep it moving. I ain't tell you, I ain't going to revisit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely maybe four or five for me that I, that I like. Uh, but go ahead. What was the ones you like over? So what about the other one now? What do you think about the game? No, which ones you, uh, you rocking out to off the fab joint? Off the fab, like oh, let me man, put me on the spot. Let me bring this up. Oh, it's on this phone that I'm on. 
Uh, but it was like it was like in the earlier little, little portion. It was like the first like I like this little intro. Uh, it was like the first three songs. It was it was on the front half. Yeah, so I like bombs. I like the intro, Cold Summer. Uh, ironically, I like Cap with Lil Dirt. Uh, Gone for the Summer with A Boogie with the hoodie. That's hard. And then there's probably yeah. nothing else that um, I mean, I like Choosy for what it is, man. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Bro, stop. I ain't gonna. I like stop. it. I like it. Man, I like it. I like it. I have a. I have a different mood. I have a different mood. It's a different mood. It's a different vibe. The worst Jeremiah collab that is. Hey, hey, hey! Listen. Then you got the last three. I like a lot. Uh, the one with uh Chris Brown, and the one with Jeremiah Too Late and Roddy Rich. So I like more than that, but it's not bad tape, man. Like I said, it's not a bad tape, just not a great one, man. Yeah. Uh, shoot a game, man. How long did it take you to get through it? Did you sit sitting and one sitting on the plane? Man, that thing is long. Like it got quite a few songs it's on there, right? Full songs. Like, <laughs> I mean, huh? I thought some of that would be like skits or something, which there are some, but even the skits are like a minute and a half. Yeah. So uh-huh. and and it was just like I thought, and this is what I didn't want to hear from the game. Like I didn't want like I fill in the game at a certain little point, but then the way he used people, it seemed like. And I know this was like kind of in the news as well, but I'm I, I I didn't catch that until later. It's just like how I was feeling on the album. Like I felt like he was over doing the Nipsey hustle. That drew me away from it. Remember, I told y'all that last week. If that's the way it was gonna be, like it was gonna take me away out the album, and that's definitely how how I felt. It it don't feel genuine. He don't feel genuine about it. it feel like he's just trying to capitalize off the situation. Yeah, and that's how a lot of people feel about it. Like, I don't know their relationship. I, I mean, I know he brought him and, and uh, Kendrick on tour, and that's that's well documented well before Nipsey passed. Kendrick yeah. will even say that. I mean, he said that in, in some rhymes. I, I believe Kendrick was on a few albums ago. Also, you know, when Kendrick was on the rise. So, I mean, we, we know that story. Um, but for me, yeah. he kind of, it he all. It was like the, he carried him on his first tour and all that little stuff. Cool. Right, right. Now, but, I say all that. Just to say, but that song with him and uh, Nip, that is it, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I like, yeah, like I said, he was like overusing it. And then, but that song when it came on with him and Nipsey, and then wait, Nipsey stopped at the end, talking his little stuff. Man, yeah, that, that was. Yeah, all, all the stuff you just said, how we, you know, it's too long, it's too this and too that, but uh, you'd be hard pressed to find something that is pretty bad on this album. As far as yeah, this. And, uh, I, I can't knock him for that. Overall, it's like been good, but it's just like it's too long. I think if he would have condensed it to the traditional, you know, what we want to hear, thirteen song. songs, I wouldn't. I won't. I'm not throwing a classic word out there by no means, but I definitely think he'd be up there for album of the year if he condensed it for sure. Yeah, and that's coming up soon for us, man. That's coming up real soon. That album of the year talks like. uh yeah, yo. So, but the the one the one where you know some people was accusing game of sounding like Nipsey is uh, I forgot what I think it's gangsters make the girls go wild. That one with uh Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah. He totally sound like Nipsey. Like took that whole Nipsey sound flow cadence everything, man. So, nah. but once again, we're talking about game, but that's what he do. Like on certain little deals. yeah, he, he adapt to everybody. Like, yeah, uh, like rock a different style and. Just riding away 
Like you said, like you said, like it's it's corny sometimes, but it's still it still flow with them. I don't know. But yeah, man. But last but not least, so I was talking about the the game album to one of my homies. He ain't even listened to the game album yet. But he brought up a a point that I was like, man, maybe this is worth the discussion, man. He was like, like really, when we're listening to albums, do you care how many features it has anymore on there when you listen to an artist that is highly anticipated or one of your favorite artists? I don't care about the features for, uh, per se, but like, I, it's just the quality of the music. Like, I mean, they got to realize in the era that we're in, you're in the streaming era. So if you're going to keep people's attention, you got to have like, you got to create your your songs better. And that's that's the main little deal. Uh, if you're going to put it on there, it got to be five. So if you want to give me the seven songs, I can get hype about that. I I mean, look how we was with the Pusha T, you know? Right. Yeah. Indeed. And, and for me, man, regardless of whether it has features or not, do you dominate your performance? Are you still the lead dog? You know what I yeah. mean? So sometimes cats, like we, with this game album, if you listen to it, most of the people that are on this song, on the uh, song, they're doing hooks and bridges. They're not like doing the verses, which is what you count for the rapper to do that raps, that actually raps like games. So I'm not mad that he has somebody singing the hook versus him trying to sing the hook because he can't sing. Yeah. Know what I mean? I mean, we know that's where a game fails at most of the time, too, anyway, just doing hooks. Like he's, but he overall, like rapping wise, he, he got it. He kills it. Yeah, so I feel like, yo, if you got somebody in there to switch up the tempo and do the hook, regardless of whether that's one of these sing-songy cats that's out now, these the younger cats, or if it's somebody that's actually a singer like a Chris Brown, if they make the song better overall and the album's hot, why do I give a damn who the hell is featured or how many features it is? That's just where I, I come from on it. Uh, most definitely. Most definitely. I follow, follow you on that. But I will counter that with Hey, you get you get bigger props if you can come out and do it on your own, like a J Cole or something like that. No features and just kill it, and you you rock out like that. That 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 tells me your skill level and your ability to put a song together. Like you can, they get put in a different category automatically. I don't, I don't know. Okay, I hear you. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But yo, Perez, I think we we covered down on pretty much uh, all the joints that's worth talking about. Unless you got anything else, man. I know you about to hit this uh, hit your uh, team's game up the Pelicans. So you got any last hey, words, hey, man? Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have been here the other week catch the Lakers playing, but uh, nah. Cut that out though. War Eagle. You know we came through. Hey, we hey we gave you a shout came out through this weekend. <laughs> Shit, we Put gave you a shout down. out early. For another 365. Hey man, tell me, tell them to calm down everything. Hey, that's the game at the house gotta, with us. Hey, I ain't from Alabama, but I've been around long enough. You, 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 uh, folks from Alabama that know that's the game to win if you're gonna win the game. All right, man. So safe travels, man. We see you next week, brother. All right, then. All right, boys. <laughs> Later, man. We're gonna go to the couch segment. See what TV shows was popping. What's good movies on came out. All that good stuff. I mean, where do I start, man? Uh, I'll, I'll start with uh the show that we've been talking about here for weeks. If you haven't been listening, that's cool. The season is done. You got 10 episodes to catch up, and I'm sure they're going to bring it back. It's a show called Godfather of, ha- Godfather of Harlem based on Bumpy Johnson's life. Uh, you know, an old gangster out of Harlem, number runner. Um, it's amazing. It's starring, what's the guy? Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Whitaker. Sleep, sleep out. Sleep out. So, yeah, Forrest Whitaker uh, plays... Uh, 
He does a hell of a job playing Bumpy Johnson. He does a good job with Bumpy Johnson. Um, Malcolm X is in the movie. The gentleman who plays Malcolm X does a really good job of playing. It's a damn good TV show. Yeah, it's on uh, Epics. So if anybody's you know concerned about where can you see it on Epics, if you have a fire stick or you have anything jailbroken or whatever they're calling it these days, uh, you can find it there. Just type in Godfather of Harlem. Uh, have you watched the finale yet? Oh, I have. Do we want to do spoilers? So real quick. Spoiler alert. Just keep look at the, the credits here. Go back to the app and look and see the timestamps and uh kind of gauge where you think we're gonna stop talking about it. So give us about what five minutes or so. Oh yeah. I felt it was so gangster the way he went in there to all the mob bosses and said, Hey, I wish you would touch me. I let go all his information. He said, You gonna snitch? He said, It's called nuclear damage. We we both can destroy each other. <laughs> And then he was like, I'm, I'm something that y'all love to hate as far as being a uh, a Negro who understands a Negro numbers. Who understands numbers. And then that, that he's I'm the mob's worst. He's I'm the yeah, mob's worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yo, so he was he was killing it. And then yo, why did they take so long to kill? I knew they was gonna kill the young boy with the uh, the singing cat. I knew it was a matter of time before he got killed. Um, I felt like. He got a little too bold, like in that time he was just going around performing and doing whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, like like it like it wasn't like her father, her, and by her father, I forget the name of this gangster. Um, um Genovese or something like Gen- that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something like nobody can remember all his names. I can't remember all the names. I, I got too much going on. But anyway, one of the other gangsters, uh, he was a he wasn't a, he's not an Italian. Um but anyway, one of the other guys that's a part of the mob here has a daughter and uh, one of the other storylines is his daughter loves a black man who's also a singer and they're pretty young kids, um, but they're old enough to date and all that good stuff. So, But the father pretty much doesn't want his daughter dating black men and at he, all. And he promised her that he wouldn't do nothing to the boy. And his capos thought it was taking initiative, which I think that's going to come back to, yeah, come back uh, to, to, to like flame because not and a daughter. Already, oh, and she already, not to cut you off, but to cut you off, she already... Snitched on her dad But they didn't take Her snitching seriously Early Like on episode Eight or nine Well yeah But now He told her How the son died When they was laying In the bed And why he killed him I don't know If you remember that part I do So I guarantee She comes back now And puts that information out Which is what I think Is gonna stop the mob From wanting to kill him Cause that one dude Who who was so she got She got no reason To trust him now And she's gonna go back To Bumpy Because Bumpy did Was a man of his word and took her and and she told uh, she said what she needed to say as far as to get bumpy out of hot water uh, that one time. So yeah, I think his relationship is gonna sour with his daughter completely next season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. Um, I think it's a great show. One thing I watch about the show and I really look at and it's kind of sad. Cash, I felt like black people, African Americans, we took much more pride in ourselves back in them days than we do now. We like from what I like they didn't step outside unless they was dressed to the nines. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Everything was sharp, nice. Everybody looked good. Men wore suits. You know nowadays, and as I sit here with some sweatpants on and a hoodie, right, and some slides, (laughs) talking about shame. So I'm, ladies and gentlemen, no, I'm not coming from an ivory tower. I do it too, but it's just to see that and like, man, where where do we go wrong in that? Yeah, everybody presented themselves. Well, day in and day out, it was it was something about the pride and and wearing them. Of course, it was Harlem, New York. You know what I mean. So you stay clean oh, yeah. out there. Yeah, you, you know you from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm from Massachusetts. Everybody should know I'm from Brooklyn. 
By the way, spent Ma- a little bit of time low East Side Manhattan. Can't can't let that uh He from Marcy. He's hanging out with Hov. Hov. Yeah, man. Hov my um goddaddy, man. Then why are we paying for stuff still? I don't know. I, I, why this he, shit not on title? He making me earn my keep, man. He Tell me need to put he, this on title. He, he said, look, he said, look, bro, you gotta get hot in these streets, man. I can't give you everything. You hey, know. you know what? We're gonna have hove on the next episode, y'all. Yeah, Keith got so, that hove. Damn it. Breaking news, man. Look, Breaking next, news. Ep- next episode, we're gonna get Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, tune in the next 50 episodes, and one of them hove will be on there. But you gotta tune in to every one of them, like, subscribe, and share to find out which one. Yeah, for sure. Just just or you can add them, do what you gotta do. Rock Nation. Hey, we here, man. So great show. Next up, let's step into the movie world. Yeah, man. You could totally ruin this one for me. I don't think I'm gonna go see it. No, That's, I won't do it. You oh now I got to now I gotta see it. Cash, this is the best movie I've seen all year. Queen is Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. Best movie I've seen all year. Okay. Now wait, did Lena uh Shorty that um that did uh The Shy? The, the director? Yes. The director, but that's the who producer. did it. She, that's who okay, did it. Then I might have to go see that. Then I like Cash. pretty much everything she does. Cash. Best movie I have seen this year. Well, I hate to steal your thunder. But uh, it can't be because you haven't watched The Irishman. I know. Is it that good? It's that good. It's, it's three hours and 45 minutes okay, on Netflix. Be. It's a movie. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's three, in a movie you theater. Said, it said three hours? Three hours and 45 minutes. Treat it as a little short series. Oh, Listen, man, don't fail me here. We have a podcast, so you are under obligation to watch it and report next week. Okay, so you got the same. You got to watch Queen of Slim. I'll, I'll get to Queen of Slim this week. I, sure. I, I couldn't even find it on the fire stick. That's how mad I was. Oh, you trying to watch? It's all, it just came out, brother. Listen, I watched it in you the movie, and you wanted to come back and watch the movie, and I wanted version. to watch it again. <laughs> this is how I feel about the Irishman. Even though it's three hours and forty five minutes, I feel like if somebody else was here and you had watched it, I can probably address address it from a, a surface level standpoint based on one watch. But it's so much things going on at play. Is it so about much like some great acting? Is it something like? Uh, so it's kind of. I forget all of the the gangsters that aren't uh, uh, well known, but I will say you know who Jimmy Hoffa is. You heard? So Jimmy Hoffa is played by Al Pacino. Oh, Al Pacino's in it. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Uh, uh, short, oh, it's like a real gangster short movie. Dude, short dude, short, short, short. Um, Robert De, um, Danny DeVito. Not Danny DeVito. He played Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Um, you got everybody loves Raymond. What's his name? His real name. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. He plays a lawyer in there. Then you have other gangsters from other shows. You have little comedians that you see. Like, it's a whole lot of people that make cameos. You're like, oh, shit, he's in this. Oh, he's in that. Scale to one to ten. Oh, it's an absolute ten. People wow. saying this is uh, probably the best movie of the decade. Of the decade? Of the decade. You know that stuff, that stuff is coming out. All right. I Which we're going to speak on next week. So you got a little homework. We're going we gonna to do a little homework. Top 10 movies of the decade and top 10 TV shows of the decade. Of the decade. Bring your list. I have a list. Bring your list. I can tell you right now, of the decade, when did The Wire come out? I know. I knew you was going to go to that. Now, we got we to gotta set some rules. We're going to set some rules. We're going to come back next week and have some rules to this because if you got like one or two seasons in, in the uh, the decade, but it's like the latter seasons. Nah, you don't count? Nah, I can't count. So uh, the, the rule is you got to have at least three seasons in this decade. Oh, oh, yeah, it just depends. It just depends. Or how many seasons. When did The Office come out? I'd, I'd have to look, man. They got have you seen The seasons. Office? 
Yeah, I love The Office. Love The Office. One of my I, all-time favorite series. I okay. So first off, okay, I'm. Can I be transparent with the people? Go ahead, man. So somebody used to be like, actually, Sergeant Dove from my job. He's like, hey man, have you watched The Office? I'm like, no. He said, man, you need to watch The Office. And me being very close-minded and ignorant, yeah, I said, I love dry humor like that. Like, that's no, but my here's shit. the thing though, I didn't know it was like that. I'm like, man, The Office. That's like some white people shit, man. I ain't finna watch that. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Cause I thought it was like, like, uh, like the sergeant you were talking to, white, huh? No, <laughs> that would have been more hilarious. But I mean, we talked like that. But go ahead, man. But it wasn't in an offensive standpoint. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just you know, it's just certain things that, like, if I was to go to work right now and talk to, if my boss is listening, hey man, what's going on, brother? <laughs> or both of my bosses. But if I was, if I I would be prejudging them, but I would never go to be like, hey, what did you do this weekend? I was watching Queen and Slim. You guys should go watch it. And the reason being, <laughs> the reason being is I don't, I just don't think that's I know them well enough to think that's not their twist. So I get that, right? So when he said it, and I was like, oh, in the office. So I sat down. You've been and missing I, out for years, bro. I watched the first, like literally. I just seen the office like last year. So when I watched the first episode, I'm like, this is kind of dumb. Bro, I kept watching. Man. And I couldn't, I couldn't turn it off. <laughs> that shit is my shit, man. Dude, when, when they did the fire drill, and he's like, all right, everybody's happening. This show is just so <laughs> funny. I'm going to watch it again. That's what I'm going to do. Watch oh, it well, hey. No, it's you out, man. It started in 2005. Game of Thrones, that might fit. We got we gotta do our research. This is this is what we got. This is our homework for the well, for look, the week. That's the homework. Hey, a matter of fact, I ch- I challenge y'all to this. All y'all who do listen, subscribe, and all the good stuff, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter and let me know what your list look like. If we get your submission or you send that in, we'll definitely read it out. And if you want your name posted to say who you are, I go with that. But if not, we can say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous said this was her yeah, gonna do some top Instagram, 10 movies. Do some Instagram stories, some Facebook yeah, stories. And, and, and put that out there. So, okay, I think that's about tightening up that boy. Yeah, that, that's it, man. Uh, you know, I came in here like, man, we got to do a pod. And I probably wasn't in the best spirits because I lost all my data off my portable hard drive. And you lost to the Dolphins. Lost to the Dolphins. I was just taking nothing but losses. But, uh, but you're a winner in life. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I got... And you've been it, abused as a child. Why are you flinching? <laughs> I don't know, man, because I don't know if you're going to throw some shit at me right now. I not. wouldn't do that to you. Yeah, well, man. Look, man, I got to look. Y'all be safe, man. If y'all can, man, on December 11th, man, wish the twins a happy birthday. 13. Big one, Trey. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got, man. Go see Queen of Slim. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to watch it. the Irishman and Parking Rex. Matter of fact, if I get home soon enough, I may start the Irishman tonight. Yeah, start it, start it tonight, fall asleep on it, as I know you will. And you know this, man. And then uh, then come back, man. Hit me up after you watch it, man. For sure, man. Hey, another one in the books, y'all. Stay tuned. Hit us up. DSC underscore podcast, Twitter, Facebook, IG. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Yo, do it on iTunes. Like we, if Wherever you listen to, that's cool and all. But if you have iTunes, do it on there. Leave a comment. Rate it. We won't say rated as five stars, but if you don't, I feel you know feel a certain type of way about you. We will but hate you. Do some type of comment in there, and that's that's probably one of the only platforms that I know that you can do comments and and leave uh you know whatever you have to leave. And then, like I said, we're gonna be running some ads and stuff like that, asking you what your top ten movies of the decade, top ten TV shows. Uh, we're gonna do a year in wrap up, so I'm gonna have my we're gonna do a, a a joint podcast with one of my homies that 
uh, younger homies that talks music all the time. So we're going to have him coming from a younger perspective. And then I got my got my homie, uh, Mr. Prez. You know, we do our music thing. So we got a lot of little spinoffs coming here uh, in the next couple of weeks to end the year or Friday and give you guys something to watch while you got some downtime and listen to as well. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. Thank you for coming to sit with us. See y'all next week.